0: Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Hey, ladies and gentlemen! (laughs) Wow. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a new edition of the RGM Experience Podcast. Thanks for joining us again for another week. You know, it's, we made it through another one, eh? And what a week it's been. We've got loads of news for you today. And it's an absolute privilege to uh, have a friend on the show today. A really talented, special person. Harriet Rose is the guest today, ladies and gentlemen. She talks very frankly about... Anxieties, you know, the the path that she's, you know, taken within the music industry, how she's, she's developed and, you know, changed things, changed things around a little bit, you know, doing a bit of country stuff, and getting back into the rock and roll side of things. It's a, it was a lovely, enjoyable chat with a friend. And she stuck up for me in the past as well, which has always been appreciated. Um, yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, Harriet Rose is coming up on the podcast. But if you're new to the podcast, if you're a new listener, I'll just will just let you know what this podcast's all about, eh? just so just so you know. So we are uh, delving into the grassroots music industry and beyond, and discovering stories, uh, telling stories, sharing what the industry is like, warts and all, just being honest about you know what, what what's out there and what we see. And we're always going to do that because there's always a story to be told. Here in the grassroots music industry. Uh, so yeah, that's basically what the podcast is about. Each week, we have a new guest on, and I have a chat and that, you know. So welcome, everybody, to another edition of the RGM podcast. Uh, and you will notice as well that sometimes I, words fail me. Um, hey-ho. <laughs> it's just part of talking, into. not it? Uh, so yeah... <laughs> And you'll also notice that I babble on a bit, you know. And the reason why I'm I'm talking to you is if it's like a new show. We've nearly done a hundred of these in the series. We're cracking on now. We're doing not eight. Um, it's because we've had so many new listens and followers on the podcasts uh, over the last couple of weeks. So I just wanted to say thanks for joining us, guys. As always, all you you people that have been there from the start, red carpet to you guys. It's special, thank you. And yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It happened again there. Words failed me again there. But here we go. Let's crack on with another podcast. Just this week, ladies and gentlemen, just in RGM World. I have had uh, booked the biggest venue ever for an RGM live show. And that happened on Friday this week at the night and day in Manchester. Now, we talk about it a lot and uh, and we will be talking about it on future episodes because we've booked quite a few uh, in advance. I don't know what's coming on The struggle is real out there for um, For music venues And for the people that run gigs It's a a lot of hard work There's a lot of pressures post-Covid High venues are more expensive People are buying tickets last minute Which, you know, when you've hired a venue for a few hundred quid uh, Can make you a little bit stressed For want of a better phrase uh, for some reason, uh, and I was speaking to a friend who works for a national um, promotion company, and for some reason, yeah, the tickets are last minute overall, and Manchester's behind like Leeds and Sheffield at the minute on you know local gigs and people buying. So there's something bubbling in Manchester. That there's there's something going on, and I don't know what that is yet. But I want to. I'm interested to find out. Uh, so, if you've got any thoughts on why people buy late, last minute, or if people, you know, just aren't committed um, to going out, one thing it's got to be because people are skin, and, and, and we get that. Um, that's totally understandable. But but, but you know, like you see the bigger gigs, like I don't know, like the big arena tours and stuff. People find hundred quid to go to these. I can't find eight nine quid to. To go out to the local grassroots music as much these days, so I presume it's part of part of budgeting and you know just not doing as much these days, which you know I get. It's understandable, but I, I can't have Manchester being being behind. Uh, there's something going on there, so we'll be delving into that over the coming weeks, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but we made it through alive through the gig, um, and. Yeah, there was talks, like, from the venue to move it to a smaller one at some point, which uh, added quite a bit of stress. So these things happen, you know, you you just have to roll with the punches and uh, ride these type of things out. But we made it through, and it was very enjoyable. We had Sinclair on, we had Battery Farm on, and we had Superior Mozer on that we're talking to you about more, because I love that band. Nice lads, just proper down-to-earth good lads. Uh, The others are nice, you know. (laughs) Um, but we've got some announcements coming up on RGM soon about festivals and particularly from Tramline's Fringe coming up in the next week as well so as always we want to talk about all these things that we see around us and Harriet Rose that's coming up next as the guest she, she can you know she doesn't hold back you know she's a an amazing confident artist now And it's an absolute pleasure to have known her right from the start and just see how much she's uh, developed into this, you know, supporting all these big names and just cracking on with the industry and not moaning about it. Well, she does moan a little bit, but I like that she moans about it a little bit. I think it's great. (laughs) So, ladies and gentlemen, a little update from me this week. Um, Yeah, it's crack on time, innit? Right, okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, here's my mate. Harriet Rose.
1: Hiya,
0: you alright? Yeah, sound thanks, mate. I'm. Um, I'm really pleased to have you on the show because you know full disclosure and all that kind of stuff. I've known you since you were little, Hunter. You know, yeah. I've known you for not a long much time, littler, but not, mu- <laughs> not much, little. But you, you know, I've, you know, I've I've known about Harriet Rose for a long time, and it's an absolute pleasure just to watch you develop as an artist and the journey that you've been on into music. Because um, it's not all plain sailing in the, indus- the music industry, is it, mate? No, not at all.
1: It's a long journey.
0: <laughs> it is a long journey. It is a long journey. So, um, you know, just to I want to introduce you to the RGM family and to share the love. And, uh, you know, you've got this tour coming up and all exciting things and loads of tour supports. And you've got a lot going on, haven't you?
1: Yeah, it's been a bit manic, especially mm-hmm. the last three weeks. Yeah. Uh, it's been amazing, but just a bit non stop.
0: Yeah. Getting a bit too much sometimes?
1: No, not at all. No. No. I mean, I'm trying to balance it with work still. Um, which is always a challenge, but yeah. it's been enjoyable. I wish every week had been how it's
0: been for the past three. Nice one, nice one. Well, we'll get to that in a bit. I want to rewind a little bit. So, <laughs> I first came across Harriet Rose at one of those Carl Maloney presents gigs at the Frog and Parrot many, many years ago. I can't remember how many years ago, and I think I was the first person to interview Little Harriet at the time. Was it? Is that am I yeah, right? Yeah, man? yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's just you know, I put it on your fans group that little video, and people were just like, "I know, thanks for that." Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm so cringe, even now I just think when you say my name and I say it as if I don't know what my name is, it's just, um, <laughs> I I would do
0: it. How old were you then? How old was that? Can you think, can we remember? I don't know, I feel like
1: 16, 15
0: yeah. maybe. Yeah, definitely definitely not old enough to be in the pub, were you?
1: No, 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 not, definitely not,
0: no. <laughs> well, it's all good, it's all good. But yeah, we'll, we'll come to all the stories in a bit. I just want to, you know, go back through the backstory of Harriet Rose and get to know you a bit. So just rewinding completely before that first gig that you did at the Frog and Parrot for me years ago, what was mm-hmm. little Harriet like as a kid growing up? What was the what was the landscape like around you as a little? What
1: was I like? Um... Mm. Do you know, I was quite, I was confident. I was a confident little thing. Yeah. Um, I said, I want to be a drum queen. I was into my acting, yeah. everything like that. And I just, that was it. I was set on it. Yeah. I don't think I was annoying.
0: <laughs> you don't it's, think you're... Maybe
1: I was, I don't know. But I was just this confident little thing that just sang all the time and
0: yeah. just chatted nonsense. So does, did that like set you apart from other people in school and that kind of stuff? Because, it, you know, it's not the normal I,
1: thing. I, Got bullied at school. Yeah. Did I was you? a bit I think I was a bit of a weirdo. But yeah. Looking back now for the right reasons, like I loved school, I love learning. Mm. Um I wanted to know as much as I could all the time. Yeah. And I believed in myself, but mm. you get bullied for that, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. And it well,
1: knocks me a bit as I've got older. Um hold on to that more than the confidence that like 10 yeah. year old me had, which is a shame.
0: Well, um, I wonder what those bullies are doing now mate they'll just be sat on facebook slugging people off won't they and you're out there living your life <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely so um you know it can set you apart from you know being a bit different i've, I've always felt a little bit different and mm. i always felt like i'm a bit annoying and you know these things happen don't they um but you know it, 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 there's something to be said for us Outsiders, isn't there? You know, it, it, there's a there's a certain drive that ends up in some people. It it, it, it can be a force for good in a way, I suppose.
1: I agree. It fuels you, yeah. like even not to make it about other people, but you want to prove yeah. people wrong. Yeah, and make some of like yourself. Yeah, so I agree with that.
0: I can tell how you said that. That you. Meant
1: <laughs> it. I don't mean it. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, I could tell mate, I could tell mate. So, you know, in, in, so what was the, so where did you grow up? Where, what part of the country? And, you know, what was the, what, I have
1: to, okay. go yeah. on,
0: yeah, go on. Everybody wants to know.
1: I grew up in Barnsley. Yay. <laughs> yeah, um, And, um, it was, it was an experience. Yeah. I'm not gonna sag it off. Um but I never I didn't feel like I, I fitted in there yeah. very well. Um and it's a small town with a small music scene.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and then when I was finally old enough and I ventured into Sheffield right. yeah. <laughs> into that music scene, it was then it was I felt more at home. I mean half my family's from Sheffield, so it's not yeah. like I was unfamiliar with it, yeah. but to be able to open that door and like meet people like you, yeah. uh, and others that were on that same kind of path, um, that was much better. But yeah, growing up in Barnsley was
0: um yeah well I I I know from putting gigs on and working with a lot of like artists in Sheffield that you know the, the satellite towns around Sheffield a, a lot of a lot of artists say they're from Sheffield but they're from like Barnsley or they're from Doncaster and this uh, yeah because
1: yeah.
0: they find it like really difficult to get anywhere in in the smaller towns which they all have their own like little scenes and things but once you've played two or three bars in those places, you, you've kind of, like, done it, yes. haven't you? You need, you need to, you do need to branch out. And when you do branch out, it's really difficult for you to bring people to gigs and stuff because, you know, who can be asked to go to, over to Sheffield and, like, get trains and mess about like that to come and support you where they will in your hometowns? And then you, you're kind of mm-hmm. in a new place, which is only, like, three or four miles away or whatever it is, um, all on your own building, you know, just trying to build something in a, um, in a, you know... I don't want to say better place, but a different place. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get all the bouncing I fans on it now. But, <laughs> <laughs> but how, how was it like, you know, branching out into Sheffield on your own?
1: Um, it was tricky. I mean, you knew me in those days and I was, I was young. I wasn't like super young, but I yeah. felt really young. And I think I came across young too. Um, yeah. And I had my dad on my side fighting yeah. everything for me. Yeah. Um, you know, he was like a dad manager. Yeah. And it was it was just an experience. I didn't know anything. Yeah. It was all really new. I, I didn't know. I said yes to everything. I didn't know what to expect. It was like, look, just take what you can get and run with it. Yeah. And it was great. And But now, obviously, as you get older, and it's like revenue new song, Don't Say Yes to Everything, like yeah. the things you wish you'd have known, yeah. things like that. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I loved it. Well, in, and it was a different scene back then as well, I think.
0: A different what, sorry?
1: different scene.
0: Yeah. In what way?
1: Um, I just think the people involved in it and stuff. I mean, there's, there's some similar people, but it changed, life goes on, doesn't it? Things yeah. change. People leave. People come back.
0: What do you mean? Just yeah. like people like promoters, just the people in the yeah, industry? Just like, yeah, Venues come in Venues coming and going. Yeah. 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 Well, what I, what I can remember, there, there was always talent there, weren't there? You know, you you were you, oh, yeah. only young and you were in an adult world and, you know, that can be intimidating to anybody. Um, But there was always talent there, weren't there, mate? So uh, when did you first realise that you had this... Oh, it's only
1: about me? I thought me in Sheffield.
0: No, I'm on about you now. I'm on about... So when, when, <laughs> when did you first, like, realise that you had this uh, little voice inside you? Um...
1: Hmm. I've always sang I've always been a singer, even like on theatre. And I think, I don't, that's a horrible question. I don't think I've ever kind of sat and gone, oh, I've got something here, <laughs> really. <laughs> um, but I just knew I enjoyed it. Yeah. And when people kind of, it's more like that enforcement afterwards, the reinforcement afterwards, when you do something and somebody's like, oh, that was actually really good. Do you know that was really yeah. good? Like even, I don't even, my dad would kill me. Like sometimes today, I'm just like, I don't want to do this. I'll turn up to kids and like, I don't want to do this. I'm not good enough to do this. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not even this anymore. Like they're really good. And um, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't want to be like, i, I knew. I don't think I've ever really just like gone with it. Yeah. You,
0: you've just you, you've just found something you enjoy enjoy doing it and it's it, it, yeah. it's the it, music is weird and it proper sticks with you and, it, yeah, and it's hard to let that kind of thing go so when you when you find something that you're passionate about like me I, i'm in a i'm a failed musician in a band and i've ended up doing this rgm thing i can't let it go so you, you you always find a way when you're a certain kind of person to stay in and around this fucking nightmare industry that we're that we're all having to go at
1: yeah for some <laughs> reason
0: yeah well w- one thing i always noticed about you h was um you, 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 even even in those really early gigs, you like to tell the story of your songs, uh, yeah. and I know at a really early stage uh, you d- you did lose your moment. And, you, and you and you are and you did. You know uh, the reason why I'm I'm comf- uh, you know I feel like I can ask you this question is that you you are open about it on stage when you when you oh, yeah. when you talk about on yeah. your songs and stuff and that kind of stuff. So um, you know how how did that shape you as a person? That experience.
1: Um. Do you know it's one of those I mean, the last when I was ten. Mm. And I think the harder days have been growing up since. Yeah. Like I can't say that that was the hardest day of my life because it wasn't. And being a young woman and navigating life is ten times harder. Um it's inspired a lot of my music, obviously. Like the sad songs I write, I write far too many sad songs. It's mm. just it's just natural. Okay. Um but I do talk openly about it on stage and I, I hope people can relate to it because grief's like this horrible thing and I wish more people talked about it Um, it shaped me in bad ways and good ways like there's a lot of strength I take out of it and just wanting to do well and hope she's watching and, and stuff like that but then like my anxiety, I have horrible anxiety and that came from losing my mum so there's some shit
0: it too yeah no i I can imagine and you mentioned anxiety there um you know i I, you know i've 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 seen that in you, you know. We've we've talked about it before because you know I've known you for a bit, and you know there's been times when it's got too much for you. How, mm-hmm. how how do you manage that these days when you know you've got you've got a tour coming up, you've got responsibilities now, you're you're making ways in the industry, and you're supporting all these big artists, lottery winners, Sherlock's, all these people that I'm going to come to in a bit. How yeah. how, how do you manage this? I, 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 I can't say anxiety. How do you manage it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. Do you know, I don't, sometimes I don't. Okay. Sometimes i like, as you know, like that one gig and I was like, I can't make this journey. I can't do it. I'm going to die if I go over the wooded paths. And before Christmas I had um, exactly the same thing happen. Yeah. And it was really, really hard to just, I I had long journeys to Bristol and stuff like that on my own. And I think I can't do this. I can't do this. And in my head, I'm trying to rationalise it. Like this is everything you've ever wanted. Like do it now and do it now and cry about it later. Yeah. And that like recently, I've been saying, just say yes now, cry about it afterwards. Okay. And that—that's that's like my mantra at the minute.
0: Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then cry. I,
0: I, I think because you, you know, if, if people don't know, we had you booked for a gig, didn't we? And, and anxiety got a bit too much for you. And I straight away texted you and said, "Look, H, it's fine." Yeah. Because uh, yeah, I, I, I I know it's it's really difficult for people, mental health and anxiety and all that kind of stuff. It's a real thing for people, and it's. And I, I didn't want you to feel bad for that because life will go on with, you know, you know, I've stayed in touch with you and I'll, uh, you know, even when you're massive on arenas and stuff, I'll still be texting you <laughs> for a, a little interview for RGM, you know. Um, so, uh, you know, when, when these things happen, how, how does it manifest in, in inside yourself? How do you like, how, how do you, uh, how does it manifest in you and how do you work through it just for, in case anybody else is watching this, it, it might help?
1: Um, Sometimes well, it's just kind of grounding when I, when I manage, mm. I mean, I'm not bad. All this, I mean, now this time of year, it's like a seasonal thing. I'm much better. Okay. Like I can deal with it. Mm. Um, but when it starts to raise its ugly head, I kind of just have yeah. to ground myself a little bit. And, um, like, recently I had this thing of, like, thinking singing was, was causing me um, an issue. Yeah. But then it's, like, the good times when it's not, you just focus on that. So, like, the, the amount of times I've made the journey to Manchester and it's been okay. Yeah. Like, you've got through it. It's fine. Yeah. This is just another one of them journeys. Like, mm. where's a safe place that you, you're fine with? So, once you're at Langset, stuff like that, like, just the things you've got comfort in and you're familiar with, just focus on that. Like, all the times the gig's gone really well. Mm it's, it's going to be fine. Yeah. Like the amount of times it's actually gone wrong or something's happened more often than not, it hasn't. And it's the fear of it. And I just like, I just have to kind of talk to myself and talk myself down from that point.
0: I, I wouldn't say I personally have anxiety, but when I'm doing like interviews before, quite a lot of times I'm like, I just wish they'd text me now and just say they can't do it because I'm just like, I <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, you, you're just yeah. thinking all, all these things that are, like going on. It's fight or flight, is it? You just like, mm-hmm. you, you panic a little bit and you think... It, the way I kind of channel it is, I always think this anxiety, this this pressure inside you that you that you just want to run away from. That that's a mm-hmm. sign that something good's going to happen. That's how I kind of channel it in my mind. Yeah, you
1: know I get I mean?
0: that. Yeah. It's going
1: to be a good thing. It's why you're nervous.
0: Yeah, it's why you're nervous because it's going to be good. It's going to be different, and it's going to you're going to grow from it. It's all going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. I'll try it. Nice one, nice one. <laughs> so some faux um, medical advice for people with anxiety there. So we're, we're not professionals. Everybody be yourself and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, don't, yeah
1: don't
0: say yeah. <laughs> so, so as an artist, you've progressed. And, you know, you, you, you know, I've seen you all over. I've seen you. That's, last time I saw you in real life was uh, we, we saw you in Tramlines and we had in your Manchester. Uh, then I've I seen you again since then. I can't really remember everything. I, I forget stuff. But, no, but, but the, the, the development of you... You know, getting accomplished as a solo artist in Sheffield, uh, getting a band behind you, going down the country route, that kind of stuff, which I know is is a different direction. So it feels like you're in a different direction now from the countryside of things. Um, yes. How, how, how uh, you know, how just building up that confidence of being an, a solo artist and then deciding you want a band behind you, that's no mean feat either. That's that's a pain in the arse to manage, isn't it? It
1: is, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Go on. I didn't realise. I just, like, just group of people like a nice group of people. Here we yeah. go. This is fantastic. You can get a better support slots. It's not. Yeah. It's not that easy at all. You're dealing with four different individuals. Yeah. Trying to get people together yeah. who live in different parts of the UK. And it's uh, yeah. suddenly that, like, pressure you've got on yourself. Like, cause I'm really hard on myself. It's like, if this yeah. goes wrong, it's on me. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, there's more people on stage to be listening to. Like to turn pressure on it's it's a different thing altogether
0: there's more people to have problems there's more people that can break down in the cars there's more people that have got their own life going on as well isn't there it's another yeah. beast
1: yeah it's tricky i didn't realize yeah. you know i think it's one of those things you just think oh you just chuck a lot of people together and it's fine and yeah. it works yeah. um but it not, it's it's tricky
0: it is tricky, it's tricky. It's
1: not good though, like I'm not, I sound yeah. negative there, it is it is amazing yeah. when it comes together and it works and you in. jamming, mm. um, but there's a lot more management and understanding goes on behind, behind yeah.
0: it. Because th- there was a stage when you, you went all out country, you know, um, jean shorts yeah. and things and American flags and stuff, where, where did that, that kind of like uh, idea come from or influence?
1: Um, right, well... <laughs> i'd always kind of i mean you knew me from the early days i would yeah. never said our country in the early days at okay. all i was just yeah. writing songs being me a little bit yeah. indie yeah. um and then just sad stuff on the side mm. um but i think influence wise i'd gone to america i had the best time of my life a summer in america yeah. and then i'd gone back the year after and i found country music properly i wasn't yeah. aware of like i mean i knew taylor swift and stuff like that but mm. and i loved it um and then i feel like i can talk about it now but it was a horrible time um back just before covid and um, for about a year i had been going back and forth with uh, a label a management in america in nashville country management massive like if, if somebody said what do you want as an artist mm. well here you go this is for you it was everything um, and I think I kind of played into that a little bit as well mm. over that period. So I was like, oh, I can I can be as country as you want. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Um, and then it just it never transpired. Like COVID happened, and they were like, oh, I'm, you know, let's we just wait. We'll wait till this brush is over, yeah. and then that was it. Uh, okay. And I feel like I mean, I love country music, and I I don't write for a style. I'll literally just pick up my guitar and I just write. Yeah. So whatever comes out comes out. But. Um, I feel like where i'm at now is where i was before and where i was trying to get into and knocking on the door of and um yeah country was there the flag thing i yeah don't know
0: i just wanted to pose with flag really i think it, it was kind of the first time i'd seen you have like uh, like professional photos on the thought oh here we go harriet's doing something different here
1: yeah it was different yeah
0: do you do you look back on you know you know because everybody goes through stages in life you've got to find your way you've got to find your path you you know you, you, this opportunity came up um, you lent on it things you know it's the music industry shit happens doesn't it you know you move on yeah. Um, yeah. did did you feel like you weren't really yourself though doing that kind of stuff or be leaning in in, in into it as hard
1: I didn't feel like I went myself because I still love all that stuff yeah okay so like I'm fully into the american stuff like the american sports i embrace it and i love its pieces um but i struggled trying to fit in with that scene if i'm honest um because i knew like i wasn't i did stand on stage and put like a a, an american accent and do anything like that like i was still just being me so i I did lean into it hard i didn't feel like i wouldn't be myself but in a weird way now i feel like i'm just back to being just me yeah and I'm happy
0: with that. You do like American sports, don't you? You bang on about American football a lot, don't you, mate? Yeah, I love it. What, what's all that about?
1: What do you mean? Do you not like
0: it? I, well, I just—I don't get it. <laughs>
1: That's so typical. It's not <laughs> hard. Like, is that like once I think once you've watched it with one person and they can okay. say, right, this is what this means. It's okay. actually really good. Okay. Right. And it's like it's quite quick. I mean. Okay. You'll have to do something for Super Bowl
0: next year. Yeah, okay. Let's go for a pint on Super Bowl and you can tell me what all yeah. these things are going on. All these yeah. these, these, these men in robot suits just running about.
1: <laughs> I think it's better than rugby.
0: Oh, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know where that question came from. It's not written down. I just thought I'd ask it. American sports game, which one? funny. So moving on from the country thing then, uh, you know, what what was going on in your mind there when you, when you stopped doing the country thing and you started to do how it rose and a band kind of thing, what kind of changed within you there then?
1: You know, it went a thing. And I said, this is just so, cause I yeah. was talking about it the day um, with my dad, like how weird, like one, one thing can change your life and how like everything just kind of spiders and like, yeah. every, people know people and that it's just one door opening. Yeah. And they, I said, like I'm not really doing anything different. Yeah. You know, like, I've not made an active effort to go, I'm not doing that anymore, or I am doing that, or I'm going to change my appearance. I've not done that. No. Like, I'm still just writing. um, The songs are there. Like, the songs are still the same. I've written a a lot of new songs recently, and I didn't think about them. I just did them. And I thought, actually, that's all right. I can play that live, or that one's not ever been played anywhere. Mm. And I think it's just I've been really fortunate at the back end of last year to play to the right audiences. And it's put me where I wanted to be, um, and it's just luck. I, I I don't think I've generally done anything different, it's
0: which not, is weird. It's not just luck; it's it's graft as well. I was speaking to on a previous show, uh, Andrew Cushing, that, that I'm going to bring up because we did Andrew. we did we did talk mm-hmm. we did talk about you, um, and we and we talked about this exact same uh, subject where you know getting on support slots. Uh, it, it's not just luck, it's graft. You know, you, have, you you can be cheeky, you can tweet somebody and ask for a slot, and sometimes mm-hmm. things happen, and you know, and and people will reply to you if they if they'll check your socials and check that you're a grafter and think, oh, I'll give her a chance, and you've got more of a chance if you're grafting. Um, yeah. And Andrew said you're a lovely lass, and and, he, and oh. he he loves having you on his gigs and that kind of stuff. Just in case you were wondering what he said, it was all <laughs> good. It was all good. I promise you. Okay. Uh, but I know he's a bit of a rotter, that lad. So can you spill some dirt on Andrew Cushing for me, please?
1: I can't. Can't you? I just, no, he's the, one of the nicest people ever. And his isn't team,
0: it? He is, he? He is nice, isn't he?
1: What a bad word you can say about him. And he's the one last year that gave me the chance to support yeah. him.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, just put me on a different path, really. Yeah. So you'll yeah. never get anything bad out of me about Andrew Cushing.
0: <laughs> okay, then the Sherlock's then. Uh,
1: no, same.
0: Okay, I'm, I'm not saying anything.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, lottery winners then. Come on!
1: No, lovely bunch of people. They are. They, yeah, yeah, I
0: know. I'm on teasing. I'm on a teasing. But you know, all, all, yeah. um, all these support. Who else have you been supporting as well then? Because I've, I've just written a, a few down there just to talk about. But you've been supporting loads of interesting people as well, haven't you? Pete yeah. It mean, Pete yeah. Have you done Pete doctor yeah. There we go. Yeah. That oh.
1: was that was mental.
0: Go on, talk yeah. us through. So
1: I found out like, the day before. I'd be like, oh, "Do you want to come to Stockton mm. uh, and support him?" I was like, "Yeah." So. Mm. I was sat in the studio with Ed Cousins and Dave and Adam and like just chilling, which yeah. that's like mind blowing for young H. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: and then I got the email saying, "Oh, do you want to support him tomorrow?" And I was like, "Yeah." yeah. Um, and I got there and he was just chilling in the room with his dogs. Yeah. And I'm normally I'm not, I feel like I'm alright at chatting these days. I'm not as shy. Yeah. Like I can pull some out of somewhere if I need to, <laughs> but I, didn't, I just don't know what to say. Yeah. But I found myself being like, "Yeah, my right, thank you." Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's Pete Dokkay. Yeah. It's
1: Pete Dock, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like he introduced me on stage as well. And then afterwards he, like the way he does it, like there's no gaps in between sets. So he yeah. came on, introduced me, which was just like amazing. Yeah. Like he was there. He didn't disappear and sit somewhere. He he was at the side of the stage the whole time through the evening. And he, he didn't have to do that. Yeah. And a lot of people don't, they don't even stick around the venue when yeah. the supports are on. So that was just um lovely and yeah
0: he was just there <laughs> well it, it's like we had a similar chat with Andrew you know it, he he you know had a similar experience with Pete Docker. you know all the lottery winners the Sherlock's they're they're all doing it as well Reverend and the Makers you know you mentioned Ed Cousins there that you're are you working mm-hmm. with in the studio is that is that who you're working with Ed yeah what, what a lovely yeah. man you know Ed Cousins from Reverend oh. and the Makers too and I know you're um, you you, you you did an amazing cover of uh, Everyweight Champion in the World, which I've seen you do before uh, and I know John liked that when you played in his shop the other day as well, didn't you?
1: Yes, that's another thing, like, you've seen me I've done that for years yeah. um, and then I did a house gig uh, mm. with Rev, at Mark and Lima's house shot them out uh, and that was an experience Um the I did it in his shop in a video, it went like mental on Twitter yeah. it was like, what? This is crazy.
0: What are them house shows like? As like they 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 look like the quite intense uh, environments because you're in somebody's you're in somebody's house, which is a bit weird, anyway, isn't it? You know, like, <laughs> like I thought
1: you know I thought it would be, but it wasn't. Like, I've only oh, done no. well. I've done a couple when I was younger, yeah, um, and they were more like I didn't know the people, <clears throat> so that was a bit weird. Um, but night it was lovely. Like it was like playing in front of a room of your best mates, yeah. Even though I didn't know him, but it's like nobody. There's no bad vibes. Yeah, like they're just there for a good time, all supportive, and like they were singing along to one of my songs that no one had heard, which wow. was just a bit weird. Um, but yeah, when rev was on that, that was mental.
0: <laughs> no, I can I can imagine because you, you you're on the path now where you're getting really strong support slots, which is a major milestone as a as a you know a, a, as a an artist to grow into because you, you 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 you're playing to big crowds. Often, where before yeah. you, there were a lot of pressure on yourself to to bring the people in, uh, where you where where you you don't have that pressure as much. You know, you want people to come and see you, obviously, but you know, you, you kind of know they're there for headline, and you're there to. It, it must be like a, a bit of an audition every time you go out to those type of gigs to, to win people over. It must have a, a different type of pressure, I suppose. No, yeah,
1: I, I mean, there's um, pressure from both sides. I think so. Yeah. The first when I got asked. Well, Tom offered the uh, lottery winner supports so and and I was, like, screaming, yeah, panicking. Yeah. <laughs> but that was, like, three in the afternoon, or do you want to do it tonight? In yeah. uh, I said this wrong in the video. I said Burry. Is it Burry or Berry?
0: Berry. Berry. Yeah. I think if you're from Yorkshire, like us, it's Burry. Uh, but I think, okay. not, I think over yeah. here it's Berry. Don't matter. Okay, <laughs> okay. I will it. Um,
1: yeah. But I got there, and for me, like, the pressure to impress them yeah. was massive. Mm. Because it took a bit of a chance on me. Yeah. No yeah. idea, like, what I was going to be. And it's like, I really want to show you that I'm grateful for this, but I need to impress you as well. Yeah. And then, like, it was already a full audience. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I need to win you crowd over, because if I don't, that's an impression as well, if they're mm-hmm. just going to, like, talk all the way through it, or if they're not bothered, if they don't applaud. Like,
0: yeah.
1: there's pressure from both sides and stuff like that.
0: It's, a, nice it's, pressure. it's of- a nicer pressure than having it all on yourself, though, isn't it? I think. No? Okay.
1: No, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I know what you mean.
0: Yeah. I saw I saw yeah. I saw all the social pictures it had it had your name right massive on a big screen behind you. I thought that must be quite exciting.
1: It was. That was mega like, I got then I've like, got a logo. And then the stuck <laughs> it on. And I was just like, Oh my god, this yeah. is what it feels like. <laughs> yeah,
0: this is what it's like to like re- to really do it. How how did Tom get in touch with you though? Just out of interest.
1: You know, I just kinda of pestered him on Instagram a little bit.
0: There you go. There you go. Yeah.
1: He's got some, I mean, their fans are absolutely lovely. Yeah. They're, so, they're so, so nice. And yeah. uh, I'd met a couple doing different gigs, doing one with uh, Andrew mm. and James Walsh. And uh, they said, I'll yeah. oh, just message him. If you know, I think you'd be a great spot. Just message him. I went, oh, should I? <laughs> yeah. And I did. And then, uh, yeah, he just offered, he came back and offered that, which is amazing. Cause he didn't need to.
0: It works, doesn't it? because it, 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 Oh, I'm, Jesus, I'm not yeah. gonna mention I'm not gonna mention him again, but Andrew Cushing, he, he said the same kind of thing. He's been supporting like a, a really similar journey to you. He's supported a lot of winners, Sherlock's uh Pete Doherty. you know, you mentioned James Walsh we've had James on the podcast. Um he is possibly the most laid back person I've ever met in my life. It's it's like, it's like how how did you find James? Oh
1: nothing. Yeah. <laughs> It's basic, isn't Yeah, really just chill. I mean, I, I think, I know, to be fair, he, I didn't speak too much. Yeah. But it's just, like, me and him is, like, really chill and cool.
0: Yeah, that <laughs> that amazing voice from Star Sailor comes from somebody that's so, like, proper chilled. Like, he, he was just, like, I, I don't know, Just I've never spoke to anybody that chilled before. It's just, it's a nice place to be, that, just that chilled. <laughs> I, I, I want to be like James Walsh. Oh, for, big, me. I know, yeah, tell me about it. I just want to be like James Walsh for, like, half of the time because it just must be so <laughs> fucking chilled yeah anyway uh, we digress but yeah you're on, a, you're on a similar kind of path really where you're getting these support slots and you can just see how much um you know it's supported his growth as an artist um mm. and it's lovely to see you on the same path because you really deserve this oh, thank you
1: i mean oh, i am it's, it's early days isn't it i don't know i mean yeah. andrew's amazing though
0: yeah we like well, let, let's not say. More more. I'll take
1: let's that. Thank bless, you. Let's not say any
0: more about him now. I've, I've tried to get some dirt on Andrew Cushion. It's not happening. But bless him. Uh, fair enough. Oh, did you? Did something come to mind? Then you look like you. You had something. No, I was thinking if
1: there's anything. But does he smell a
0: lot like that? What's he smell like? Does he
1: smell? i oh, makes. I tell you what. He makes shocking drinks.
0: <laughs> Here we go. He
1: offers you
0: a drink. What like a cup of tea or something?
1: Yeah, it's like a drink before I go in a cup of tea. Okay. Uh, no, it's hot water, like yeah. turmeric, yeah, ginger, okay. right. all of that vocal goodness. Yeah. Um, don't do it. Rank. It's like he gave me it and I think he put like four tablespoons of turmeric in it. <laughs>
0: like,
1: do you like it? Like, yeah,
0: thanks. <laughs> yeah. Possibly the worst <laughs> thing I've ever tasted in my life.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> well
0: what I've what I've seen lately is a more feisty side to you, Harriet. Recently, oh. uh, I've kind of noticed, um, and uh, you, you you put something on Twitter, and I just had a little play around with you the other day. do You know about like like reviewers and things like that like commenting on your appearance and that kind of stuff. So just talk us yeah. through what happened there and tell the story.
1: It was actually Tom Lot like ruiners He put it on. Did you see it on Instagram? In no. uh, I mean, I've had it in the past too, but somebody had said it like he looked like a granddad, right. uh, like the most unlikely rock star or something like this in his outfit uh, compared to like the right. blonde bombshell Kate next to him. Uh, and I just sent him a message I'm like, what, what, like, why? Like if you're complimenting him because he's an incredible front man. Yeah. Just look at that.
0: Yeah. And that was a reviewer? In yeah. What magazine um, was it? Pardon? What magazine was it? You don't have to don't say know. Sorry, I'm I mean,
1: I was like, okay. oh, who's that? And he yeah. didn't say it. And yeah, I mean, that's fair on him because if it were me, I'd have been like... Yeah. Dragging it like this, there's, there's just no need. But I've had it in the past. Like somebody put something, um, along the lines of like, oh, in a certain light on stage, she could be like, way older. Oh, and I was just okay. like, oh thanks. Like, yeah. cheers. <laughs> and, like, I didn't know how to take that. Like, in what way is that a nice thing to include in a review? Like, oh, the stage lighting makes me look forty. Crack on. Like, I don't. I don't that. know. Like, I don't get it. I think if you're on stage and you're in like this big outfit and it's a part of that production and the the kind of persona you're putting out, to comment on it that way, it's a little bit different because you want it to be acknowledged or it's there to be commented on. But if you're just in a casual outfit doing what you do and you're smashing it, you don't need to comment on it.
0: No, I I like how feisty you are with that kind of stuff. And I do want to say a thank you as well, because I got under, I come under a bit of stick a bit ago from a certain person from a magazine that uh, started to call me a bully over me calling them out about lying about stuff. And they went on about me being a bully for, I don't know, for forever. I just lived in their head for a bit. And one of the, uh, you know, you really stuck up for me then. And I appreciate appreciated that. So I just wanted to say thank you for that too, because it was yes, it, it was just total bullshit. And just to have that support from a friend, I just wanted to thank you for that personally.
1: No, don't be dashed. I, I you know I, I get involved in stuff I really shouldn't get involved in sometimes. But when you can see that there's quite a, a clear right and wrong, <laughs> yeah. or people are saying stuff that's wrong, mm. um, I find it hard not to.
0: Say, say something. Say it. Keep it, Just do it. If, you know, if it. if it feels right, do it. Stick up for these. Yeah. You know, no, I'm not saying me. I've just been like, if, if you see an injustice in the world, you you, you can't not say it, oh, can you? No,
1: no. No. And I think there's a way of saying stuff sometimes and yeah. I try and be yeah. pragmatic
0: yes.
1: and do research and that don't just like come out all guns blazing but I think sometimes if something needs to be said.
0: I maybe need <laughs> to be a bit more like you at some point, <laughs> I think. <laughs>
1: just have a minute because
0: <laughs> I've, I've got one of those gobs you know uh, and you know if, if, I, if I see things are wrong I'll you know I'll, I'll I'll, I'll probably not research it I'll just say it which is you know it is what it is isn't it
1: I know but I feel like these days you just need to be careful like yeah. I will rein myself in now like at some okay. point every week on Twitter I was just like what you want about <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah you
1: know, but you need to be careful with what you're online these days well even if it's yeah. is ridiculous isn't it but, yeah Chef United fan.
0: Yep, me too.
1: Red and White. Wednesday, pitch invasion. Mm. Sad as Never seen anything as sad in my life. (laughs) I thought, I can't put this on Twitter now because I don't know who's going to be offended. Like, you know, I don't want to upset John. I'd have have
0: retweeted that. (laughs) (laughs) I love that.
1: Thank you. I'm glad I've got your support on it. But I I was so afraid. I thought, you know, football is an important thing for a lot of people. It is. I can have a laugh about it. You know, I get called piggy most of the time, but...
0: Yeah. Well, you know, well, Barnsley are playing Wednesday soon, aren't they? Um, you know, yeah, the Monday. against Sheffield, but um, uh, I'm just interested to see how that goes. That, that's going to be a lot. I don't Barnsley do them over. I really yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> as a blade, I support you. H right. <laughs> blades together. Um, so yeah. Oh, you mentioned it earlier as well. Songwriting. Let's go back to songwriting and stuff. You mentioned you write a lot of sad songs. Yeah. Does that, does that just come out of you? Just that, is, is it just that? That's just in you. That's just more ballady type things is that just where you yeah. are as an artist Do you think yeah
1: um i think so I, i'm more often than not like um it's just an easier way for me to have an outlet yeah so like it just pours out really lots of that sounds. i'm a really sad person no, i'm not but like it's just in there so yeah. i like day-to-day conversations i can see what's going on in my life and write about it but yeah. whenever i'm down i just pick it up which is why i probably end up with so many sad songs
0: no, I, I, I like it. And it, it's, it's, I don't know, do you reckon it's easier to write about sad stuff? Because ha- yeah. ha- writing about happy stuff? I don't know, I'm, I'm a bit of an old cynic. I'm, I'm a little bit like you in a little bit way, you know, it's it's hard to think of the happy things, isn't it? It just feels a bit cheesy mm-hmm. talking about happy stuff and nice weather and, you know, I've, uh, everything's going my way. It's just, it's just, it's just a bit, it it's just a bit wanky, isn't it? <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling happy. I don't know what you mean. No, I feel like you can't place it. And for me, like
0: yeah.
1: if you said to somebody "Like, what does this sad feeling feel like?" You can yes. place it so easy, uh, yeah. And you can pull on that, and everybody can relate to it. But happy stuff, it's a bit harder to find the words sometimes to explain yeah. that feeling.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, how do you feel? Where do you feel you are within the music industry now? Then, where 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 do you feel you sit within it all?
1: What do you mean? As in, like,
0: just like uh, you know you. you... Just the journey you're on, really. What what stage? Are you, do you feel like you, you're close to another level within your career, or do you feel like you, there might not be an answer to it? It's fine to say they're in.
1: Um, I feel like somebody asked me this yesterday. Like, do you feel like it's going to be a good year? Okay. And I kind of said, I feel like the uh, next couple of years. Yeah. I'm in a different place to where I was, and it looks good. Yeah. But I can feel like the support's up. Like. Yeah. I'd I had to sit back and just kind of say to myself, like, is this, this is happening, like, just embrace this because this is crazy, um, and things like that. It's like, okay, so things are happening, things are changing. I feel like I'm on the right track. Um, whatever's coming next, I don't know. You never know. Um, I'm knocking on doors mm. um, for people that can influence and change things, but
0: yeah.
1: whether it comes off, I don't know. But I'd like to think the next year or two, things could be changing, hopefully.
0: Do you think it were worth it, all those gigs down at Mulberry Tavern with nobody in, with me? Uh, I mean, get, do you think that were all worth it looking back?
1: I think you have to do it, yeah. yeah? It yeah. builds you. And like, yeah. one, no, it doesn't annoy me, but like, you know, when these people are just picked mm. from um, TikTok or they're just yeah. kind of picked up as Disney Chester stars and given like massive arena tours and I think, but well, you don't know what it feels like to play to no yeah. Know.
0: yeah. <laughs> You have to do it. You do, you
1: do. I think it's
0: part of the journey. I'm, I'm still not great with TikTok. I still don't. I still can't get my head around it. I'm, I'm not very good at it because I'm just putting like, um, you know, podcast stuff really on on TikTok. Uh, but you've done really well on there. It looks like
1: oh no yeah, um,
0: I yeah, try yeah, I'd be seeing them
1: i do them like
0: here's the day in the life of me. hi guys yeah and then the, your, then your cat's there that's that's always nice to see your no, cat hi, yeah, videos. yeah. yeah get, gotta get your cat he's here.
1: bigger star than me
0: on TikTok he's <laughs> got his own TikTok page? Yeah. no not yet but <laughs> not yet, one, day. I might do <laughs> one day one
1: day will <laughs> cash on
0: it when he gets to like yeah. <laughs> big follow it
1: but, I it's just, actually me hiya yeah.
0: I, I, I just don't I, I, the reason why I'm not like sold on TikTok yet is because you can't put links on it you can't send people towards like RGM like what I'd want to do it's all video so so people mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know how you all these people with millions of followers I, I don't really understand what else they're going to bring to the table like performance wise you know you can't do a live TikTok can you or can you Well,
1: you can you can go live on TikTok
0: I mean go you yeah, I mean go live on it but I mean like sell tickets to a gig you know and then be on stage oh, yeah. and like have a talent to show off it's just uh, you, you've got a personality you're doing this funny thing on TikTok that people are with scrolling past and enjoy you know you know whatever i don't i just can't see how it mo- I, 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 I can't see yet it transfers. how it transfers into money ticket sales and that kind mm. of stuff
1: yeah it's sad is it there's some that have done it though i yeah. mean i use it because it obviously works as a platform yeah like which is interesting i mean it's how influential it is at the minute it's just ridiculous but like there are some so sam rider he went he was big on tiktok weren't mm. he then uh, he got Eurovision, okay. but I respect him. To be fair, yeah, he obviously. knows his stuff. They've not just picked somebody that don't have a clue. Like they've given somebody the right chance. Um,
0: tramlines yeah,
1: tram, tram following, getting people to buy tickets to your gigs locally. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Yeah. Tr- tramlines. I were, uh just in Sheffield Wednesday ground, going up lift. Uh, I was just going to interview lottery winners actually, and Sam Ryder got in the lift. I'm like, oh, how you hey, how how mate. And he would probably, like, proper nice, you know, like you'd, like, you'd, like you'd expect him to be, just proper, like, right, hairy yeah. and nice. <laughs> <laughs> it would just, it would just I love to meet him. I him at Birdmasters and that. Like, I just
1: loved him. Yeah.
0: He's like, yeah, he's a little I know, yeah, he's a little bit.
1: <laughs> like you two minutes, I'm laughing. I'm
0: going, oh, my God, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, really, really. So you've got this big tour coming up. That like, I'm going to put a link uh, within the description of this podcast on YouTube and, you know apple Podcasts and spotify wherever you're listening to this thing um so you've got all these gigs coming up as well um it's starting in manchester down at the castle on june the 22nd i'll see you there mate uh then yeah. sheffield greystones oh you like playing greystones don't you i
1: love it yeah.
0: yeah i think the sound in there is always you got me in to come and see you to when you spotted miles hunt because miles hunts a bit of a hero of mine didn't you ages ago that i've just had a little memory from greystones yeah
1: that was years ago yeah miles and erica yeah yeah Oh, I
0: can't remember when that was. Yeah, that was, many years ago. I would still lived in Sheffield, and yeah. that was oh, four, four or five years ago. Easy. Did you come
1: to that?
0: Yeah, you got me in because I, I, I wanted to. He'd sold it out, and you, I obliged you for a ticket to get into it.
1: Oh, you're
0: welcome. <laughs> yeah, cheers, mate. Nice one. <laughs> um, and then you've got Newcastle, the Cluny, uh, Scunthorpe, uh, Westview Live. Uh, a little tour going on there, mate. So t- tell us what we what we what we're going to expect from the tour
1: um well it's gonna have a new tunes mm. a bit of a new sound um mm. not too different but a bit more um where i wanted it to be yeah. not not as country much more indie yeah. and it's just been a while without a full band mm. so for all these people that have seen me just on myself um, it's a completely different kind of gig yeah I let myself go a lot more i just enjoy it um different performance way more confident and uh, yes should be good
0: well, I, I'm going to uh, encourage anybody to click the link uh, that you will see below um, and go and check our, our Hurry out. Um, mm-hmm. Is there anything you want to say to, because um, I'm going to let you get on with your day now, because I know you're a busy lass and that. Have you got much on today? It's been nosy now. Um, I'm
1: doing, I do. I run like a cricket training Okay, um, with kids. So I'm doing oh, that this evening, and then I'm heading to Newcastle, weekend in Newcastle.
0: Ah, nice one, nice one. Well, I wish you all the best, Harriet. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Do you want to leave a little message for the people that are watching this video and haven't pressed the button to buy your tickets yet? Leave them a quick message, and then I'll let you get off to do something wholesome.
1: I'm trying to be nice about it. Um, hi, everybody that hasn't already bought a ticket. Um, I really think you should buy a ticket, Yeah. because you're missing out, yeah. and... Um, Oh, this sounds arrogant. But I could be big next year. So you can say that you saw me before I got big. I'll go to that. Please buy a ticket, please. I really need you to buy a ticket. Thank you.
0: There we go. H, <laughs> nice one, mate. I I adore you as a person, as an artist. I wish you all the best for the future, mate. Thanks for Thank joining you. us today for another show. Thanks, mate. Cheers.
1: No for having me.
0: Oh, thanks, Harriet. What a talent! If you are thinking about booking her, she's got a, you know a tour coming up now. I'm going, I'm coming to see her in Manchester this week uh, on the Thursday. So a link within the description of this podcast it will take you straight to all of her gigs. Buy yourself a ticket, guys. Why not? Go on, go on. And yeah, another week of music is ahead of us. Uh, if you find a new band this week, tag us on the socials, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we've done really well uh, begging for subscribers on the YouTube channel recently. So thanks for uh, clicking subscribe if you, <laughs> if you saw our socials this week. We're just trying to get to a 1,000 for obvious reasons. You can monetize it at 1,000. Uh, and we're getting enough, enough views to be able to do that. So um, it'll just help us out. Uh, you know, the cost of these podcasts, just, just so you know, like just to have Zoom, uh, it's 150 quid a year. Started using AI as well to make reels. That's another hundred and odd quid a year. Uh, Hosting it on ACast—that's another two hundred quid a year. So this podcast has a few costs, and now we don't have a sponsor. Thanks, Scots. Um, uh, (laughs) They—I didn't mean that. Um, Yeah, it's basically an expense that we soak up from doing gigs and you know paid features on the on the magazine that cover all these things um, so yeah um, thanks for joining us for another week I don't know I got bogged down in uh, finances there with you sorry about that uh, but yeah ladies and gentlemen pop onto YouTube give us a subscribe is basically what I'm saying because it helps us out and then we can uh, have more options moving forward as we grow as a publication yeah, follow us on Twitter. Twitter's always a lot of fun. And yeah. Hope you have a great week ahead of you. Enjoy your week of music. If you find your new new favourite band, text us not text us. Uh, tag us into your socials. Show us share all these bands that you're seeing. I'm babbling. Great ladies and gentlemen. To see you for another week my name's been Carl Maloney thanks for joining us for another week of this podcast it's very much appreciated I doubt that you stated right to the end to hear all this bollocks anyway do you? <laughs> no? okay fair enough uh, but anyway I will see you next week for another great show we've got some uh, you know some really interesting conversations in the bag um, coming up in the weeks ahead so come and join us ladies and gentlemen pop on to RGM.press for all the latest music news interviews And we will see you soon guys I'm out Welcome to RGM Are you in a band? Come and join us Simply click on the RGM submission page Submit your music And we'll sort the rest Hello Did you know that you can support our podcast in many ways? Within the description of this podcast You will see a list of all the equipment that we use These are Amazon affiliate links Clicking on these links take you to Amazon If you buy whatever you're planning that week, we get a small kickback and you get a parcel at no extra cost. We would really appreciate your support. Or you can just go old school and donate a pound or whatever you feel is appropriate in there. Please subscribe, tell a friend about our show. And thank you for your support and we'll see you next week.